Hi, my name's Jin Lally and welcome to my podcast, Stress Bucket Solutions. I hope you've been enjoying the podcast so far. Uh, and if you have, I hope you've been sharing it with people who you feel might get something out of it as well. Uh, as always, and I know everyone says this, but if you could leave me a review, I'd really appreciate it. It does help me go up in sort of the stats and so more people can see um, the podcast I do, this podcast is for free. I'll, I'll never start charging for it because I just want to get the message out there. And the more we get the message out there, the more we can all start talking openly about mental health and, you know, the, the solution focused approach as well. That's what we need to do. So I really appreciate it if you could give me a, re, uh, a review, but if you can share it with someone who you think might benefit from it even better, really. So I'd love that. So enough of the PR stuff. I wanted to talk today about motivation and desire. When we want to do something, that's what we think. We either think we need to be motivated or we need to actually want to do something, you know, like really, really want to do something. But motivation and desire can change day to day or hour to hour. You know, we don't wake up in the morning wanting to, you know, empty the dishwasher. Um, and sometimes we're not even motivated to empty the dishwasher, but we still do those things. And I'm going to talk to you about that, the principle behind that and how we can take that forward with our mental health. So because we, we don't want to, we know that the, this can change, motivation and desire can change all the time. You can be at risk of sort of further ruminating over those thoughts. So knowing that we do all those things like brushing our teeth, washing up, we do them anyway. We don't wait for motivation to appear. What we're doing there is we're engaging the intelligent brain to know what's right. What's the right thing to do? What's the best strategy? The right thing to do is to get up and empty the dishwasher. It is to get up and brush your teeth. You know, no one really wants to brush their teeth. And I, I know you do in a way because it feels better, but, you know, you don't have this desire to brush your teeth. You're not motivated to brush your teeth. You do it automatically because you know it's the right thing to do. So thoughts, feelings and actions are three very different things. They don't coexist. We do each without the presence of the other two. Okay, so we can wait for motivation to go to the gym, but you'd never go. You don't wait to feel excited, the desire to go to the supermarket to do your shop, but we go anyway. We follow an action plan, don't we, when we get out of bed in the morning. So when we're trying to do other things that we know are right for us using that principle, we need to look at what's stopping us, what's stopping us doing that. And there's five strategies that we use, don't we? And, and if we sort of pick those apart right now, let's have a think. So strategy one is when you wait for the desire to come. So wait till you want to do something. Now, when your stress bucket is full, the last thing you do is want to do something, even if you know it's good for you. Because remember the fight or flight response. Remember the third one? Freeze. You don't want to do anything. Your primitive brain is stopping you from doing it. It says, don't do it. It's dangerous. Even if intelligently, you know, it's right. If you're in your primitive brain, you can't just wait for that desire to come to you. You're going to start ruminating, in fact, about everything that could go wrong with that. So we try that. We try to wait and see if I will want to do that thing. But that's not going to happen if I've got a full stress bucket. 
Second strategy we might do is, right, I'm going to suppress my thoughts. I'm going to stop thinking about it. I'm, I'm really going to push my thoughts down. That doesn't happen either, does it? Because thoughts pop back up. They just keep popping back up again in your mind. That's what thoughts do. They keep coming back to your mind. They keep coming back to your head. Um, that's what thoughts do. We have over 70,000 thoughts a day. That's what the mind does. So it's very difficult to just suppress your thoughts. A third strategy we might use in order to do something is give ourselves a little bit of a pep talk. You know, give ourselves, you know, a little motivational talk or, or to try and entice ourselves to do something, to get out of bed in the morning. You know, that that's what we think. Like, right, I'm, I'm going to entice myself to get out of bed. Um, I must do it. Come on. First of all, by doing that talk, you're knowing you shouldn't really have to do that. But if you have to entice yourself with a cup of coffee to get out of bed, you're just having to convince yourself. It's a bit unnatural. And again, there's a risk of overthinking that. You're starting on a thought pattern that might lead you down a negative spiral. Another strategy we might use, the fourth one is we sort of tell ourselves off, right, come on, let's get this done. But this leads to self-criticism. This can really lower your self-esteem. If you're sort of having to really rebuke yourself to do something, almost that internal dialogue of telling you off, it's quite negative and you're really knocking yourself down um, subconsciously. So that doesn't work either. The fifth strategy is we try to detach ourselves from those thoughts, ignoring the lack of motivation, desire or feelings. We just do it. And it's this fifth strategy that I probably want you to think about most. We need to stop the ruminating. We need to not wait for the desire to come or the feelings. It's just something we do. And that's when you're truly engaging the intelligent brain. You know that getting up in the morning, it is just something you do. There's just no argument about it. You're not telling yourself off about it. You're not giving yourself a pep talk. It is just something you do. So you know you can act regardless of your thoughts and feelings. You can separate your thoughts from your actions. You do it all the time. Maybe you can think of some examples when you do things because you just have to do them. And that's where you are taking control of your thoughts and feelings. So you can feel a lack of motivation, but still be happy. You don't have to wait to feel perfect to do something. You can still do it. Desire and action are not mutually exclusive either. You can take action without desire. You can, you, if you push yourself to do things that you know are right for you, you'll find that your negative thoughts will fade. I think Joe Wicks um, puts it really well. So Joe Wicks, the personal trainer, um, I love him and his glossy hair. Oh my God, how does he get his hair so glossy? Right, that's a side thought. That's a, that's a podcast for another day. Um, but what he says is like, even he doesn't want to do a workout. No one wants at the beginning of a workout. You don't want to do it. You're not motivated to do it. You've got no desire to do it, even him. And he loves exercise. The reason he does it is because his motivation, his desire comes at the end of that workout. That's what you're working towards, the end. So if you want to do something, it's that feeling you get at the end of having it done. That's what you need to focus on. Don't sit and wait for that to start. You've got to get up and do something. What that does is it draws your focus away from your thoughts. I know I will feel really good after I go for a walk. So if you're really feeling you're struggling with anxiety and depression, there's something you know you can do that will make you feel good. 
for example, as something as simple as going for a walk. So let's not say we're going to do a Joe Wicks workout. That might be too much for us if, if our stress bucket's overflowing. Let's think of, of just doing um, uh, going for a walk in, in the fresh air. You know that's good for you. Now, if your stress bucket's full, you're not going to feel you're going to want to do it. You know, you're going to feel, oh, no, I don't want to, just don't want to. You're in fight or flight or freeze. Freeze probably you're in. But what you know is that you will know you will feel better when you come back. And it's that thought that you need to keep at the forefront of your mind. You need to just do it. I'm not saying that lightly because I know it's difficult when you're anxious. But in solution-focused work, that's exactly what we do. When we create that doing picture, I always say like, so if that happened, would you feel good about that? Would, would you be pleased? And everyone says, well, of course I would. So it's just that image that you need in your mind. You know. So this week, I'd probably like you to think about practicing acting without motivation. Make a list of things you already do that you do without motivation, without desire. So you eat, don't you, without motivation and desire. Sometimes you know you do. Often, like we like to do it, but sometimes we know, right, I have to eat something now. I have to have my breakfast because I've got a long day. You, you know you're going to get out of bed. You know you need to talk to someone. You know you need to go for a walk. You know you need to empty the dishwasher. All these things are maintained regardless of whether you're having a good or a bad day. And that's what you need to work on. Those basics, first of all. If you're really struggling with mental health, make a list of your absolute basics to start off with. And these things will be done without motivation and desire. You can separate them because what you're doing there is you're engaging the intelligent brain. If you're going to sit and wait for motivation, it won't come. If you're going to sit and wait for desire, it won't come. There are things that you just need to do. And it's those things you need to put on a list and say, right, they are my must do's. But after a while as well, start challenging yourself a little bit. So start off with a basic list. Whether you're having a good or a bad day, there is a minimum you are going to do. And then start challenging yourself to think about what you maybe don't really want to do, but you're going to do it anyway. And follow that action plan without motivation. You can build up the strength. This is the exercising the brain strength, muscle strength. Your brain's just like a muscle. Feelings of desire and motivation fluctuate all the time. But you have to create the habit of just doing it anyway. I hope today's podcast has just made you think about that a little bit in that that is how people with resilient mental health and and mental strength work. That's what they do. There's things that that are just, they're non-negotiables. They do those things anyway. If you'd like to send me a message or a question, please do use all the socials and direct message. You can even email me uh, as well. And remember, you know, keep listening to the podcast, but I've also got a free private Facebook group where we do lots of exercises and we talk about um, lots of these subjects and I come on on videos and, and people really help us out. There's quite a lot of people who are there who are my past clients um, and they help out as well. And it's it's not this whole place of positivity because you know I'm not about toxic positivity, but it is about understanding how your brain works and using techniques to be solution focused to move forward. So please come along to that if you'd like. I'd, lo- I'd love to see you there uh, as well. 
The other thing I should start telling you about is my book is in for editing right now. So um, it shouldn't be too long before that comes out. And as soon as it comes out, I will let you all know. Uh, it's been a real labor of love, this book. Um, but I, I put my thoughts about mental health and my um, my knowledge about how the brain works into a book. Uh, and that will be available soon. Guess what it's called? It's called How to Empty Your Stress Bucket. You could have guessed that, couldn't you, really? Um, but as soon as that out that is out, I will let you know. Or it'll come across all my social media. So just keep following me there. Uh, and um, we've already had some talk about, uh, I did a little survey on, on some choices of book covers as well. So we have that. So uh, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Twitter, and I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, and I really like LinkedIn. I think out of the three, that's probably my favorite. Uh, so if you're on LinkedIn, just just give, drop me a connection uh, and it would be nice to connect. I try to share as much content as I can. So enough waffling from me for today. Have a great week. And until next time, when we talk about some more stress bucket solutions, take care, sleep well and keep that stress bucket empty. Okay, bye for now.